Have you been out of the saddle for a little while and you're hoping that over the coming few weeks and months of the summer, you're going to be able to get back in and get back into regular riding that you're actually going to enjoy and not feel anxious and nervous and guilty and all of the things that we can feel about riding. If so, there is a summer special on the Returning to Riding program happening right now. And you can get all the details of that and pick up the program yourself that you can use over six weeks and beyond. Let's face it, not just for six weeks, hey? But you can use it over the next six weeks and beyond to get you back in the saddle, to get the basics onto autopilot and to do it in a way that's on your own terms. You can find all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash summer and I would love to help you with it okay here's the episode okay be honest if we were to judge the last let's say 10 or so bends that you rode with your horse and whether they're corners or circles doesn't matter the the times you were riding recently where you weren't on a straight line how good would it have been and is there anything you could have done to improve it Betcha there was. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. The podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to, well, become a better rider. (laughs) And I say that because it all comes down to a couple of key, key things and the basics. And if we can just master that, sure away and a hack. Okay, this week I wanted to dive into something that I see happening a lot. And that is... uh, it's kind of a, it's a common trait in riders where they tend to think that they have to turn their horse. You don't turn your horse. <laughs> okay. That would be difficult. Your horse outweighs you by, I don't know, 10 times. Okay. You're not going to turn your horse, but you could ask your horse to turn. And that is very, very different, okay? And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the difference between trying, trying to turn your horse and just asking your horse to turn. As I say this, I'm imagining somebody trying to literally turn their horse, like push their horse around the corner. And I see riders do that, hey? I see it. And it leads to all sorts of issues, exhaustion, for the most part for the rider but it also can lead to the horse becoming very unresponsive nobody wants somebody looking over their shoulder all the time telling them exactly where to put every footfall okay that can get that can get boring very quickly okay and your horse is no different and you see this is where you as the rider can actually step in to allowing your horse space to begin to take responsibility for turning himself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> lo and behold. <laughs> but it's true, that's what we're looking for. So, all this being said, how can you begin making sure that you are not trying to turn your horse, but that you're rather actually asking your horse to turn? Well, it all starts with setting things up, okay? And I think that's the big thing that we miss. We think that we have to control every single detail, but you don't. Your job is to set things up as well as you can and then let it play out, okay? Let it happen. Does that mean you totally ignore it and take no responsibility from there on out? No, of course not. First of all, you're responsible for yourself. And secondly, you can jump in and make corrections. 
nobody minds being corrected if it's been done the right way. But people do mind, and horses do mind, if you are being so rigid and so controlling over every single step they take that they have no free will and they have no responsibility. You've taken it all away. It's the same people who complain that riding is exhausting. Do you wonder why? (laughs) Okay, so all that being said and done, what do you need to set up? First and foremost, start with relaxation and rhythm. Okay, relaxation is just a fancy word to explain the tension. Okay, and not just the tension, the management of the correct levels of tension in you and your horse. Okay, so focus on that as you approach each corner, each bend, each turn. Think about, do I have the correct tension to get us through this? Okay, to get us around this. Is the tension good? If you've too much tension, it's going to feel like it's going to explode. If you don't have enough tension, it's going to feel like nothing's happening okay like there's no responsiveness it's just yeah it's you and your horse is kind of sort of maybe listening you'll feel it okay so start thinking about that the other thing to notice when we're talking about relaxation is relaxation a lot of people think it's something that because it is something that we focus on very early on in training that it's like a, a one and done type of a thing It's not. Relaxation is going to change as you and your horse develop more. So for example, what may be classed as too much tension or excessive tension in a young horse may be the exact right amount of tension in an older, more experienced horse. It just all depends on what you're doing, what the intention is, and what the plan is for riding forward. Okay, from there, look at your rhythm. If you are, let's say, approaching this corner with a lovely walk, and you can hear this very distinctive one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and as soon as you start to take the corner, you were lacking the one, two, three, four, hey? It starts to get a bit higgledy piggledy, okay? It's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and it's all over the place, okay? That is rhythm. Rhythm and relaxation, tension. They are the two things that usually go first when anything goes a little awry in your riding, okay? And this is why I'm telling you to pay attention to them first and foremost. Pay attention to it from the point of view that you want to set things up okay so you want to make it good or as good as it can possibly be for this exact point in the ride okay set it up but then also notice it as you go through as you ride through the turn or the corner or the bend okay notice if you're able to maintain them as I said when things start to go a little wonky One of the first indicators is usually relaxation or rhythm tend to go for a ball, okay? So notice that, pay attention to it. It'll tell you where you need work. Okay, from there, know where you're going. I know, it sounds very basic now. (laughs) I didn't tell you we were going to be doing anything fancy today, okay? But seriously, outline the track. It amazes me how many riders don't have any clear idea of the track they're going to ride on. They just kind of show up and expect it all to happen, okay? I need you to be a little bit more, if you want, present and mindful, there's those words, um, regarding the track that you're going to ride through as your horse goes through the bend, the turn, or the corner, okay? 
What does this mean? It means that if you could imagine a railway track, you know, like a, a railway lines that a train goes on. Okay, well, railway lines are great when we're talking about horse riding. They kind of, they have very similar qualities in that wherever the front carriage goes of the train on the railway tracks, the back carriage is going to go in the exact same place, okay? Will not deviate off the railway tracks. And that's what I want you to start thinking about regarding your tracks. The front end, the back end. Are they all going on the one spot? Are they all going on the one tracks, okay? Or are you derailing somewhere? The only way you'll start to note this is if you begin to get intentional about the track. So know where the track is. Set out some poles, get some markers, get some little cones. Use your jumper, your jacket, okay? Doesn't matter. Set something out so that you know exactly if you followed the track or not. Okay, from there, you need to begin thinking about asking for the turn. Remember, your job is to ask, not to turn just to ask. And the ask is just basically what you are doing with your body at any given point in order to communicate whatever it is you want to your horse, okay? So if we're going to think about turning or bending or circles or anything that's not a straight line, you're going to have to have an outside and an inside, okay? And that will then dictate the flexion. So you could start with flexion, understanding flexion, understanding outside and inside, understanding what is necessary in order for you to indicate to your horse that you're going one way or the other. Now, flexion, you can use your aids, you can use your seat, you can use your hands, you can use your legs. There's lots of different ways. You can even just use your shoulders, your head. It depends on where you and your horse are in your development, how clear and how much you understand each other regarding your communication, okay? If it's pretty good, um, you'll be able to use your more subtle aids, your quiet aids, your invisible aids, the ones that nobody else can see, the secret ones. But if you're maybe more green or your horse is more green or you haven't yet had a lot of time to work together, you might have to use more obvious aids. So it will depend on you and your horse. It'll depend on where you both are in the situation and in the conversation and where you are in your relationship with each other. But asking for the turn is really important, okay? And then finally, you need to allow the turn. It often amazes me how often people will shut down a horse turning using their inside rein. The over-dependence on the old inside rein. <laughs> and, they, and in doing so, they, they give the horse no room to go anywhere. And of course, when that happens, the energy goes, well, it goes elsewhere, usually the outside shoulder, okay? So it's just important to understand that you have to set it up and then you let your horse go and actually turn for you, okay? If you're interested in finding out more of all the above, I'm going to suggest you go over and you get returning to riding. There's a massive summer discount. Um, you can use it yourself at self-study. Go through it. You have lifetime access. And uh, use it to actually get a little bit clearer on what you're doing in the saddle regarding the basics, such as turning your horse and things like that. You can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash summer. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great day. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.